In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, I bet you can guess what word I'm going to say first. Lent. Lent. I'm going to say Lent first. I'm very thankful, and I mean this honestly, and I'll talk about that more throughout the sermon today, but I'm honestly very thankful that we are in the midst of Great and Holy Lent. I'm also very thankful that for the last few weeks we've been talking about community. Because, <coughs> sorry, don't worry. I just got something <laughs> caught in my throat. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Glad we can all laugh about that. I'm very glad that we have been talking a lot about community over the last few weeks uh, because community is important for, for all of us especially during this time that we are going through, which is, I can't think of any better word for it, but just surreal. I think uh, someone said it feels like we're going through a movie, and perhaps that's the way we should feel. Uh, but I do think, and I'm very thankful, that we are in the midst of great Lent during all of this, because I believe that the Orthodox Church, uh, those of us in the Orthodox Church have a leg up on the rest of the world on how to face not only what we're going through now with the coronavirus but all of life's challenges and i'm thankful that we're being able to face it during great and holy lent because it is a time when we are already meant to be focusing our attention on the thing that actually matters and that is christ we are going through a period of time where we're encouraged to pray more where we are encouraged to think about and love our neighbor. We are going through this period of time where we are participating in the Psalter groups. So we are reading the Psalms. We are praying for one another. We are doing all of the things that we should be doing all of the time, but we're doing it at a time where we need it the most. So I am very, very thankful that we have Great Lent in front of us as we, as a worldwide community, are facing this current virus and this current situation. And I think that there is a particular challenge for those of us as Orthodox Christians who have this place of refuge, who have the place to turn, who know that we need to center everything around Christ. There is a challenge for us as that community. And we see it in the gospel this morning because we see in the gospel this morning that Jesus was in a crowd and he was preaching in this house and it was completely full. Nobody could get in. And yet there were these four friends who wanted to bring their friend who was a paralytic in to see Christ because they knew he was the answer. They knew he was going to be the one who was going to be able to provide some sort of relief if there was going to be any relief possible. And so they tried to figure out how to bring the man to Christ. And because they couldn't get through the door because of the crowd, they ended up taking him and going up onto the roof and lowering him down uh, at the feet of Jesus from the roof. And what's amazing... Christ heals him. Well, first he says, your sins are forgiven. He says that first, and then almost as the afterthought, uh, rise, take up your bed, and walk. But before that, it says that Jesus saw their faith. It's really interesting that it doesn't say that Jesus saw the faith of the paralytic. It says 
Jesus saw their faith, the faith of these friends, the faith of these people who were willing to try to drag their friend up onto the roof and lower him down so that he could be healed. So what's the challenge for us? Well, the challenge for us as Orthodox Christians, we are the ones who can be the friend. We are the ones who know that we need to bring our broken and sick friend, this broken and sick world, to the feet of Christ, and we are the ones who need to be able to do it. Because we are the ones who know how to face this sort of a calamity in our life. And so the challenge for our community is for us to be like the friend and to bring the broken and sick world to the feet of Christ so that, the, so that Christ will see perhaps the faith of the sick person, but will see our faith and grant mercy and grant forgiveness and grant healing and grant for all of this to stop. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, we have to grab hold of our faith. We have to be reminded of our faith. And one other thing I'm thankful about that it being Lent is that we're praying the Divine Liturgy of St. Basil the Great. So yes, it's going to be a little bit longer this morning, but we're not having coffee hour, so you'll still get home earlier than you would otherwise. But really pay attention to those prayers of the Liturgy of St. Basil the Great, because in those prayers it really walks through salvation history. And says, look at all the things that God did for us. Even though we were sinful people, he came into the world. He was born of the virgin at the fullness of time. And of course, beyond that, pointing to the, the death and the resurrection of Christ. And so we're in Lent. And I'm thankful that we're in Lent because we're journeying to a celebration of the death and resurrection of Christ where we are able to look and say, you know what? All sickness all sorrow, all suffering, all pain is eventually destroyed because of the resurrection of Christ. And we know that. We know that. The rest of the world doesn't know that, but we do. And so it's important for us to not forget that, to take hold of our faith and to remember what God has done, continues to do, and will do at the final destruction of all that is evil and all of death that, that comes at us. So take hold of our faith. And so that should then impact the things that we post on social media, the things that we talk to our friends about. And I'm not telling you to not talk about the coronavirus. We meet people where they are, where we are as well. If you come upon someone who says that, man, they are afraid of the coronavirus, you don't go and say, oh, don't worry, Christ is risen. You say, man, you know what, I'm, a, I'm fearful of that too. We don't want anyone to be sick. We don't want anyone to die. That's not the purpose. We meet them and say, you know what, I'm fearful of that too. Here's the things that we can do together as a community. And when the time is right, you say, you know, but I know that God is good. And I know that Christ is risen and you provide seeds of hope and seeds of encouragement and seeds of the, the, the truth about Christ so that, again, you are bringing the broken, sick world to the feet of Christ so that he can be the one to heal. And not only that, when we are Christians and we're facing this sort of thing, we're not the ones who are hoarding all the toilet paper. We're not the ones who are clearing off the shelves and keeping them at home for ourselves. We're the ones who do that, who, who 
uh, make sure that we are taking proper precautions, but we're making sure that others have what they need as well. And I'm open to hearing, not right now, of course, but ideas that our community can do in order to help those who are in need. One thing that we are doing is taking extra food in the food pantry just in case there are people who are going to come by and need it more than they would otherwise. Perhaps we can make grocery runs for the elderly in our church so that they don't have to be the ones who are going out into the stores and things like that. But we can provide because we are looking out for our neighbor because we know that Christ is risen. And if we're not interacting with each other in our coffee hour and meals and things like that, call someone. Encourage them. Do a video FaceTime call with people so that you can continue to have community continue to have interaction, continue to remember that we're in this together, even though it feels like we just need to hunker down and be by ourselves. We are in this together, and we are Christians, Orthodox Christians, who know that Christ is risen, attempting to show that to the rest of the world in the midst of chaos. So I am extraordinarily thankful, not for the virus, but I am extraordinarily thankful that we are facing this in the midst of great and holy Lent. We have the resources. We have the place of refuge to go to, to turn to. Just hear the prayers of the church. They are there for the entire world. We have what we need. The rest of the world doesn't know it. The challenge for us is to be like the friends in today's gospel to take our broken and sick world and to bring it to the foot of Christ. And may Christ see our faith, our faithfulness in the midst of chaos, in the midst of stress, and may he grant healing. But more than that, may he grant the forgiveness of sins, not just for us, but for all of this broken and sick world. I'm thankful for Lent. May we turn to Christ with our whole hearts, and he will see us and this world through. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.